0: Welcome into DNVR Buffs Live. We are of course presented by the American Raptors. Head on over to AmericanRaptors.com. Get your free ticket for one of their rugby matches or stream all of their games on that website. Again, it's AmericanRaptors.com. Welcome into the show Buff Nation. My name is Jake Schwanitz. Today I am joined by my guy Andre Simone, RK and the gang of course out in London. So we've got uh, Dre back for the second time on this show. That's right. Things have changed quite a bit, Dre, since the last time you were on. Um, Yeah, the preseason show we did, uh, lots has changed. Yes, there's a new quarterback, there's a new coach, lots of new players have been playing. Um, and we're going to talk about a, a lot new of it.
1: Quarterback or an old quarterback, some may say.
0: Well, I mean, we've gotten both, I guess. I know. <laughs> in some ways, we've come full circle. <laughs> we really we're, have,
1: uh, right back to the JT Shroud. O'clock. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's uh, it's been turbulent. What can I say? And we're going to talk about more yeah, of fun that.
1: Two months on the job for you, man.
0: It's been eventful. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, no Let's doubt. talk about uh, your opinions on this coaching carousel, though. It's a very interesting, as it stands right now, a very interesting crop of candidates, and CU is. I mean, they're going up against a lot of teams already—Wisconsin, uh, Nebraska. Yes. Teams that can hire yes. a lot of these guys that we talked about, RK and I did on the uh, Tier List show a few weeks back. I just want to get your thoughts real quick. There's been there are a lot of candidates we talked about, a lot of different candidates. What type of coach do you think Colorado football needs? Talking like archetypes, I mean, you can go just yeah. offensive, defensive, a recruiter, um, all of that combined, an older guy, younger guy. Where do you think CU needs to go in this direction? I mean, I, it's easy. It's a little hanging fruit, but I think it would go a
1: long way to have an offensive first head coach. Not that you didn't have that in Calderale. Um Mel Tucker and uh, McIntyre more on the defensive side. But I do think at this point, um, I think that would make a huge difference in your ability to really focus in on the offense and try to find a system that's a little more appealing, that can allow you to score a little more points to make this program just feel like it belongs in the power five of college football in 2022, which we haven't had. Um, I mean, certainly this year we haven't had it, but I, and so, you know, I think in a lot of ways we would take four win seasons, five win seasons, if you were scoring more points a lot easier right. than it's been accepting what the last couple of years have been, um, as far as an archetype, I don't know that we even have one because we are entering such a new era of college football. You don't we'll find out who's really doing this right in two, three, four, five five years mm-hmm. right now. It's still kind of unknown. We're still kind of playing it out, seeing how it works. I mean, this summer I would have told you, wow, looks like Jimbo and A&M have really figured it out. Well, the on field product would suggest maybe less. So, um, You know, it's really intriguing what USC has been doing in both going out and poaching the best talent in the Pac-12 and the kind of the big money and obviously all the big money they threw at Lincoln Riley and just the fact that they've kind of recommitted the university to really being elite at college football. For starters, that recommitment and that recommitment being heavily monetarily based is a must. Um, to really compete in the Pac-12. But that's not an answer to your coaching search question. Um, So we, we got to kind of figure out the archetype, but it needs to be someone who's willing to really embrace this new way. And, you know, you're not USC, so you're not going to be able to poach the best talents from the other Pac-12 programs. But you could go out to the Mountain West. You could go out to the G5 schools and be like, hey, we've got an opportunity to play some Power 5 football. Yep. Michigan State, very intrigued to see what Mel Tucker was doing, and last year really paid dividends. A lot of JUCO transfers, a lot of uh, NIL-inspired actual transfer transfers. This year it's worked out less. So we're we're very much in flux of figuring out who's doing it right and what is even the model to follow right now.
0: Well, and then you have the old-school model, too, of just hiring a guy that can bring in recruits and develop them. What we saw up close with Oregon State. Jonathan Smith hired five years ago and their turnaround has really just been year over year, just building on what Mm -hmm. has been done in the previous years. And this year, all of a sudden they look like one of the better teams, if not probably Mm -hmm. in that top echelon of the Pac-12 with their amount of speed and just veteran playmakers that they've been able to to develop. Yeah, Um, I do worry slash wonder if that will
1: still be possible a couple years from now.
0: It's an ever changing landscape. I think that's gotta play a factor into this too. You need to have someone who's willing to be at the mm-hmm. forefront of this new college football landscape. Let's but get in- someone's
1: who's a aggra- So what I'm saying is someone who's aggressive in their recruiting. Yes. And someone who can work hand in hand with the athletic department and the rest of the university in really bringing the buffs into this new era of college football. And I might not have all the answers, But I'm willing to explore and kind of, you know, try out all these different avenues of acquiring and adding talent.
0: That's where you got to get way. I mean, way better. Like, you you got to change the page. Well said. Let's talk about some names then. Before we get back to that tier list uh, specifically, who are some guys that you think in this coaching cycle could really be program changers and program trendsetters and be those type of guys to bring programs back from the dust who are the guys on your short list that you would consider
1: are you hearing any new names i mean you you threw out so many names when this Mm -hmm. first started the matt rule news has since occurred and i I know you guys have talked about that what are you like is this really a 30 wide type candidate list is it even more are you getting a sense that it's That circle is tightening a little, and some candidates have been removed. Obviously, it's so early, and it's a weird cycle because, as you mentioned, you're already competing
0: against Wisconsin and Nebraska for these coaches. Right. Um, I'd say that the net is still cast very wide at this point in time. I haven't really heard anyone that was a hard no um, at this point. I think, well, today I actually heard about Tom Herman and just what he's been doing away from football, and it Uh seems like he actually has a lot of stuff – in his life going on and that football is not really oh. tangible at the moment which is why he's out of football right wow, now wow huh so i think that's something um a lot of people i know a lot of buffs fans really like tom herman yeah um, yeah he'd make sense to me they were all for him on some of the polls i put mm-hmm. up on the buffs page but i just don't know how realistic he can actually be though so Interesting. hopefully that answers your question yeah because he is he's maybe not
1: my tippy top but he is one of those profiles where it feels like he needs a a change of scenery, he needs a bounce back opportunity. Obviously, offensive mentality. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when you come from one of those like Urban Meyer coaching tree, you're gonna have a ton of connections, a ton of intriguing young names to, you know, in your phone to just text and be yeah. like, hey, how's Boulder sound to you? You right. know, um, so that's really interesting. Okay, okay, that's a good update to have.
0: Let's get into the list. Then we. Gosh, I can't even remember how many guys. It was 34-plus so so that we went. Um, we did end up with a group of guys that we had ranked above all the rest, though. Our S-tier guys, Kurt Signetti at James Madison. That is Ryan's guy. He loves him. Dion Sanders is an S-tier. I think we can all agree. Not very realistic. It would be a lot of fun, and he would bring in the recruits, though. Yeah. Um, Kalani Sataki at BYU. BYU's kind of taken a, a dip recently. Um, started off the year really hot. Started off the year hot. I um, oh, keep going, keep okay. going. Gary Patterson, to uh, assistant to the head coach at Texas. Troy Taylor, Sac State. Kenny Dillingham's a guy I really like at Oregon, the offensive coordinator. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's about it. RK was up there too, but I think we can both agree that uh, RK maybe not a realistic option. Although I, I might I, be wrong. If they called,
1: I think he'd consider it um, for sure. He's been around the program. He knows some stuff. I, I don't feel like RK has enough of the chops to get the buffs out of the muck they are stuck in right now.
0: I, I think I like RK better in his current spot anyway. I do too. That's the biggest <laughs> he has concern. free yeah. reign to talk about the buffs. Yes,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe that's a better way. <laughs> to um to impact the program right there. So
0: we take our guy out. That leaves us with six S tier guys at the top. You said Paul Christ. Um oh yes, Paul Christ was up there also. I believe. Okay. Um, I mean we have the whole A tier too. Bronco Mendenhall, um Jamie Chadwell yeah, at a Coastal Coastal. Matt Rule was in there. Um, his name escapes me. The guy at uh, NDSU right now. Garrett Riley also in that A tier. Of all of these names in S and A tier, who stands out to you? Garrett Riley
1: for sure. Garrett Riley um, and Dillingham's the Oregon guy, right? Yep. I think both those guys, as kind of upcoming dudes who have been around other programs, who have proven track records of going after and getting talent, um, know how to get that talent compensated, know how to get that top talent to come through the doors and invest. Um, are definitely intriguing and very much the profile I would be going after. Now, I do think that some prior head coaching experience would help, though that's not a must for me. Um, if, for example, the Broncos were to fire Hackett, I do think that prior coaching head coaching experience would be a must for that candidate. I don't think it's as much for the Buffs, um, but it it certainly wouldn't hurt and that's where a guy like gary patterson really intrigues me yeah um that's a proven track record that's a guy who was at tcu as they made that jump from the mountain west to the big 12 and was able to like you know make it work i mean they went to uh, rose Bowls. yeah they they were an outstanding program for a long stretch of time maybe lost a little juice don't love that mm-hmm. more of a defensive guy and those most recent tcu squads for defensive head coach were not uh the most expiring let's say right um so i i do see some of the shortcomings for Gary Patterson, but I I would love to have that Texas foothold in recruiting. That's something that Garrett Riley would give you also. Yep. I think that's an area that um CU really needs to get back at recruiting hard. I think they've kind of lost some of that, you know, those roots in Texas, which is what made
0: right. the the great Buffs teams of the early 90s so good. Um Jeff Grimes at Baylor, another guy that's really liked amongst the fan base, a guy that is impressive in terms of his resume, too. Yeah, so
1: he would be intriguing. I think, you know, Mendenhall's another one that's got my attention, kind of in that Bronco Menden, uh, I mean, in that Gary Patterson grouping of head coaching. Um, The small school guys, I really don't know what to think. Okay, that's what I wanted to ask you
0: about. Before yeah, I moved the on. small
1: school guys. I don't know what to think. There's not a ton of track record for guys yep. like that making the jump to the Power Five. Mm-hmm. The one guy that's Craig really Bull me. at Wyoming makes right, me, but he's he's older. I think he's got less like sexiness and juice. Yes, and also he went to Wyoming. But again, like Craig Bull, right about now sounds sign me up. Right like a reliable guy who can turn you into a respectable program and, you know, make you competitive in any
0: conference matchup, I'd I'd take that right about now. For sure. The one small school guy that I would really consider talking to is Brent Vegan at Montana State. Uh, Shout out to Henry. Mm. This is a guy who really followed Craig Bull around a lot, was really integrated into that North Dakota State program, coached there from 98 to 2013 in a variety of roles offensive coordinator running backs quarterback uh passing game coordinator he went with craig bowl to wyoming as the uh offensive coordinator qb coach a guy named josh allen was the guy he coached up um so out of all the i guess fcs and lower level guys he would be my favorite and they've been good montana state's been good they've
1: made some improvements we've noticed as draft guys kind of the the injection of talent they've had there um I like some of these guys in your B tier, but I don't. I don't want to jump segments on you. And I also think Ryan Walters at Illinois.
0: I, I I think there's something to work with there. I wouldn't overlook him too much. He is going to be a hot name for sure in this coaching search. Um, yeah, give me those B tier guys though before we move on. Actually, who do you like in that B tier?
1: I love me some Dan Mullen. Mm. I love me some Dan Mullen. Um, he's from that Urban Meyer coaching tree um he's the guy who really helped design that tim tebow offense yep that kind of Dak at mississippi state too exactly exactly took college football by storm i mean you know (laughs) guys like percy harvin didn't really exist before this dan mullen urban meyer offense came out and now everyone's got you know Wandale robinson that got that gadget slot scat back kind of Yep. He's a million things at player. once. Yeah, the slash player. Um, the guy who we wish maybe KD Nixon would have been. And then he does yes. it again with Dak. Amazing career at Mississippi State. Shit, I thought a pretty good tenure at Florida early on too. Odds were stacked against him. I mean, look at what where Florida's been in the post-Urban Meyer decade plus. Dan Mullen was some of the most successful uh, era of Gators football a little pushback from ADs and donors that he wasn't going after those really big name recruits um, kind of an issue we've seen with some of the Texas uh, coaches that haven't worked out in the past so I think maybe a place like Colorado would intrigue him I mean the fact that you have a track record of being able to do it at Mississippi State in the SEC West to me proves that, yeah, I mean, even with the odds stacked against you at Colorado in the pac 12, a guy with this resume can kind of do it. He's a dude who to me has a little more juice than a Gary Patterson has a little more track record in multiple places. And that offense really intrigues me. I mean, that offense intrigues me a lot and doesn't look too dissimilar. It's kind of a modern version of what those great buffs offenses of years past, right?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, that,
1: there's a lot of stuff that lines up. Does he have enough say re- in the recruiting foothold that the bu- the regions the Buffs want to be in? No, probably not. But he's Dan Mullen. Yep. Like you've seen him on TV for 20 plus years. Tebow, Dak Prescott. Like you don't need much of an introduction, right?
0: To be like, wait, eh, I can I trust this guy? The fan base, I think, could easily rally around a hire of Dan Mullen. Jeez, I did, the I hope one so. say I will say uh, one thing I will say about Dan Mullen. I think we're seeing a bit of his shortcomings at Florida this year. They're just talent wise not up to par with a lot of the teams that are going up against in the SEC. They're like I think it's the biggest spread that Florida um, is being an underdog in against yeah, Georgia in a long, he long time. She wouldn't play
1: Anthony Richardson, which was yeah. weird with how good Richardson
0: looked later, though now maybe
1: he's being a little justified. Mm-hmm. You're right. There's a bit of a deficiency in talent that is left over from him that makes you wonder. A little Jim McElwain-esque.
0: Yes, but a very intriguing name nonetheless. That's enough coaching talk for now. We'll get back to it in a week or two as we tend to. Real quick, though, I want to talk to you guys about our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Dre and I were just on the DMVR Bet Show. Um, If you catch that before tonight's Nuggets game, we have an SGP that we built in there. All kinds of odd boosts and stuff great going stuff. on at DraftKings. There's a free $5 bet for an SGP. I think they boosted uh, Kevin Durant and Giannis, 20-plus points. They're Sounds playing right. each other Sounds tonight. Right. So, yep. Yep. Um, All kinds of great deals going on at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now use the promo code DMVR and make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code DMVR minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details also shout out to our friends at athletic greens let's go i've been feeling it this week man i I just i've needed my athletic greens in the morning to keep me going it's been a long week i mean the guys are all in london a lot of time needs to be made up here trying to film where i can ag has been My saving grace Let's um, Love filled with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's Ooh. just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements. Athletic Greens are your pills and supplements with all those minerals and vitamins packed in. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune support and vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com buffs. Again, that is athleticgreens.com buffs to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Beautiful. All right, Dre. This segment... Are
1: you leaning towards anyone since we
0: uh, since you last did a segment here? Am I what? On this coaching search. Am I leaning towards anyone? Yeah. What, what are Jake's thoughts? Yeah. I loved yeah. I loved Dillingham when we did the whole thing, mm-hmm. and I think his stock has only really gone up. I, I'm a massive Bo Nix hater. I know I've yes, talked about it a ton yes, on indeed. this show, yes, on the Draft indeed. Pod. Not a fan of him. The work he's done with him to build an offense that really complements his skill set and get players open for him has been eye opening. I think. Yeah. 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 And he's also one of the best recruiters in the country from multiple sources. So. That's the thing about
1: him and Garrett Riley is like, you look at those resumes, those guys are ascending super quick. Yep. There are some of these dudes where you do wonder like, eh, why are they just doing this now? Mm-hmm. Or why like, did it took, take them 20 years to get here? No questions with Dillingham or Garrett Riley. It's yep. just like, they're taken off. It's very much. They're similar resumes to what Mel Tucker had coming in.
0: Right. The buffs. Yeah. On Oregon, though, let's talk about the Pac 12 and the playoff because coming into this mm. year, I think USC and Utah were kind of the favorites. Yes. They end up yes, falling early in the season. Um, UCLA became the undefeated favorite yep. last yep. week. They fall to Oregon. Now it looks like the ball's in Oregon's hands. Um, that week one loss to Georgia, though, it's an ugly, ugly loss against another potential playoff Brutal team. Brutal loss. So my question to you is this has the PAC 12 cannibalized itself and killed their chance of a playoff team this year. That
1: loss coming to Georgia in particular. um, If Georgia were to lose to say Tennessee, right. um, Or any of those three sec, you know, like if Oregon won the PAC 12, it does really open the door for three sec teams. If, you know, all those SEC teams have one loss, played each other close, and it's like, well, Oregon also has one loss, but they not play Georgia close. Yeah, They got absolutely murdered from start to finish.
0: Well, I think if Tennessee also comes out passing on them, maybe you kind of look back and go, Kenny Dillingham, Bo Nix, Oregon, what was going on that you couldn't yeah. manufacture any type of offense? They scored three points. Well, and that's the other thing is... As good
1: as Oregon may look, ultimately, one of their leaders, their quarterback, is a guy who couldn't hack it in the SEC. Right. It's not a great look. Yep. It just isn't. Um, I think you got to be rooting hard for USC because the committee... National perception, fan base, media, everyone's going to buy into USC. Mm-hmm. The brand, Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams, um, Jordan Addison. I mean, you, we can go on and on and on. It, it all just lines up so beautifully. And their one loss being, you know, at a one point loss to Utah. A one point loss to Utah. Utah. Yeah. And I mean, at Utah, like, to be expected, if you run the table. And you take care of oregon you take care of ucla your resume is going to look pretty nice man
0: so they kind got notre dame on the schedule too yes, right so. final game um that kind of segues into my next question who do you believe in more out of oregon usc utah you're going with usc it sounds like i definitely believe in usc's coaching and talent most
1: i think Of those three teams, I'd add UCLA. I -hmm. think USC and UCLA are neck and neck. I've not lost faith in Chip Kelly. Um, DTR's got some things going. They're the only team I feel fairly confident to say, like, I think they're better in the trenches on either side than the Trojans. Mm
0: -hmm. Or at least can be right there. Uh, Yeah, Um, And they got their loss out the way, man true very true um let's go to this next question then the pac-12 went away with divisions who do you think is in the pac-12 title game so it's just the two top teams going by conference record right now it would be oregon at the top of the chain i think below them is utah at this point just because they haven't or they did lose who did they lose to in, in conference i can't remember off the top of my head they lost to um, utah florida yeah See, I can't look because then it'll spoil oh, yes, so the week. Okay. nine lines.
1: Utah, Utah, they their lose second to? loss. Was it UCLA? It was UCLA. It was UCLA. It was that, it was night that game? Yeah, it was yes. that game that seemed too good to be true.
0: With being able to get Utah right. the plus, and then UCLA smoked. So here's the Pac-12 standings right now, sitting at the top of the conference. Oregon four USC at four and one. So they got the extra win over UCLA and Utah. Right. In Both conference. teams six
1: and one overall.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um. So UCLA, Utah. I mean, Utah with two losses, with that one loss in conference. So they're still in the conversation here. You just got to keep winning. Yeah. I mean, that's
1: um, that's the nightmare scenario for the Pac-12. Yeah.
0: That's Utah the nightmare drops
1: scenario. another loss. Yeah. Yeah. Or Utah wins it with two L's. So then, one
0: of them being to lowly Florida,
1: like they're screwed. Then the conference is screwed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oregon, USC would be the title game now. Does that hold? Do you think? what really worries me is, I mean, so I guess the
1: answer to your question ultimately is yes, I do worry that they've cannibalized themselves too soon. We're at week eight. One of these teams should be undefeated. Yep. Them all having one loss when USC still needs to play Oregon and UCLA. They don't
0: play Oregon in
1: season. Oh, USC has Arizona,
0: Cal, Colorado,
1: UCLA, Notre Dame. Okay. That's huge. Um, I, w- I worry, you know, sneaky L here, sneaky L there, that it might kind of be a two-loss Oregon against a two-loss USC.
0: Yep. Looking that way. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't rule out UCLA. I've been really impressed by them. Um, I think if they win that game against USC down the line and can just keep gathering wins until then, they're definitely in play also. I mean, just go back to that
1: USC-Oregon State game. Right. UCLA's run game and what they can do on run defense. uh, Mm -hmm. Trojans better come ready because that's going to be a toughie. That's going to play right into, I mean, Utah too.
0: That's going to be play right into USC's kind of weaknesses. Absolutely. We'll table the uh, playoff talk for further down the line. We'll get some lines here, but before then, tell you guys about our final sponsor and hassle cattle company let's go the best man dre i every time i do a hassle cattle company raid i can't help but think of you and your problems with your daughter and the fact that she only eats wagyu beef now from hassle cattle
1: only eats wagyu beef it's uh it's a real issue it's a real issue but when you eat Wagyu beef and then you try to go back to normal beef, you would understand her right. dilemma. 100%. Well, I'm just going to say that Hassle uh, Cattle Company is great, but when you said all I can think about is Andre's problem, like I had 15 come <laughs> to my head immediately, and I'm like, which one has to do with Cattle Company?
0: That's a good point. Hassle uh, Cattle Beef is raised no in Texas good. on a family farm. It's the best damn Wagyu beef you'll ever eat, and it's shipped right to your door. Um, it is going to be cheaper than what you would pay for. I mean, you can't even really get Wagyu beef in a grocery store. So you're getting a hell of a deal and you're getting a better product. It's going to be cheaper than what you can find like regular crappy beef at King Super's. 100%. Um, It's called the Blue Collar American Wagyu Beef and it can be shipped anywhere in just days. Head on over to HassleCattleCompany.com to secure your bag of beef and use code DMVR20 for 20% off your entire purchase. That's DMVR20 for 20% off. Why are we so low on Tricalhoun Calhoun? Uh, I don't know if he makes the jump. I think he's pretty comfortable. Well,
1: that's the thing. Yeah,
0: fair enough. Fair enough. But but that's like saying, like, why shouldn't I marry
1: Giselle? You're like, well, I don't think you have much of a chance. <laughs> that too. That's not the question, Jake. It's why okay. should
0: I marry her? Um, he has shown that he can take players that are not nationally recruited and turn them into good football players and playing together um, year over year at Air Force. I mean, they've been a Mountain West contender the last five, 10 years. So that's what attracts you to him. I think you do worry offensively. I mean, I think he said before that he wouldn't bring the triple option. I think Ryan said that before on the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's
1: a Shanahan disciple. He is, yes. Like, he's got that in his... To me, when you have both the Shanahan playbook... And the triple option in your bag, it's like, holy sh-
0: like, sign me up. It'd make it a fun offense. And if anything, CU has some backs right now. So uh it would work, I think, in I don't want to say it work immediately, but you would see signs of it coming along, I think, in your Yeah, room. yeah, yeah. I, I do
1: think it's easy to be like, Oh, Air Force CU, easy transition. No, I mean right. recruiting's a completely different deal. Air Force recruits nationally because it's an it's an yes. academy like they have to recruit now. It's a completely different deal. I get
0: mm-hmm. that. He'd but be, his offensive resume intrigues. Me. He'd be very intriguing. He'd yeah. be fun too. Um, let's
1: play. And some. we've talked to him. We feel like he's a he's a dude who can look you in the eyes and give you good answers. Like I could see him performing well in a kid's living room and right. like not not bullshitting you yeah could he figure out all the nil and that kind of stuff that i know
0: well and to your point head coaching experience also yes. which just something yeah, that right. can be big sign me up yaya let's play guess the lines here Woo! we played yesterday for the nfl we're gonna play for the pac 12 today what is our first game that you have up yaya there it is, Look Utah. This that. is tomorrow, actually. Utah Thursday nighter, heading to Pullman to play Cam Ward in the Washington State Cougars. Ah, oh, Cam Ward, what are you doing to me? What are you gonna guess this line is, Dre?
1: The Wazoo really falling apart after a really intriguing yep. start. That would have been a team I would have brought up. You know, they they just went internal higher and it's mm-hmm. worked out pretty well for them. Um, but I won't stall anymore as I think this through great matchup logo matchup right here. Holy shit. Um, Utah at Wazoo. That's not an early game at 8 PM on a Thursday. Oh, I'm right around that touchdown. I'm going to say the Utes get touchdown and a hook. Give me Utes by seven and a half. I had 10 that's a good one that's a good i mean you got to go a little more aggressive i'm the cam ward believer on staff here so what is it Yo-Yo? so it is utah minus seven.
0: Oh, seven oh let's go right wow. on the money love that interesting maybe love they are kind that. of playing into that thursday night atmosphere in pullman i just figured right. utah is such a better team it's late too and pull. are they
1: such a better team
0: i think so man Look at the quarterbacks. Cam Rising so much better I don't than know, Cam Ward.
1: Wazoo can get after you. They Wazoo's defensively
0: defensively. front seven talent. Defensively, man. they have been very impressive. They are They near, don't have Utah's tight ends. They do not, no. Yeah. Or running game, probably. No. But I just think that Utah all around is... I think you're going to see Cam Ward do that thing he does where he's pressing a bit and gets in himself into some trouble yeah. and it can kind of snowball a bit from there. He giveth and he taketh. A little...
1: Yes. Uh, if you squint, you see some of the... The Luke Falk deficiencies of years <laughs> past. Yes. Not a comp you'll hear off to Kim Ward to Luke Falk. But there love are some that. similarities. Absolutely yeah. love that. Yeah, Let's go
0: to the next one, Yaya. Yeah, yeah, what do we have? I'm up one zip, just FYI. Yes. FYI. Okay, thank you, thank you. Oregon at Cal. Cal has been, if it weren't for the buffs, Cal is probably the worst team in this conference. Oregon, yeah, we've already great. talked glowingly about. This is obviously going to be a pretty big line. Where are you leaning here? Uh, this is a tough one. Yeah, Cal doesn't give me much to work
1: with here. I mean, it's college football. We're going to have to get crazy with the
0: spread. I'm going to go Oregon minus 24 and a half. That's exactly what I said. Get out. I have Oregon minus 24 and a half right here. What is it, Yaya?
1: It is Oregon minus 17. Wow. wow. We're over by a full touchdown. We both went too heavy. We love the ducks more, then. A little more respect.
0: Yeah, I think we do. Roadbow Nicks. We're gonna put
1: seventeen oh, on Roadbow Nicks.
0: Still better than twenty four and a half. <laughs> That's true. Very true. Um yeah, love that for Oregon actually. Cal has just been very uninspiring. Oregon's defense and run game. And mm-hmm. just like
1: general overall talent. Troy really?
0: Franklin at wide receiver. Yeah. That's a name.
1: Yeah. It's just generally kind of coming all together. Is Justin Flow ever
0: going to be something? What about Sewell, too? I know. Where have those guys been? I know. It's sad. Next game. Pretty disappointing. USC at Arizona. Arizona's been very feisty yeah. with Jaden Delora, Jacob Cowling at wide receiver. They also have, uh, are you familiar with Tetro McMillan? No. Four star recruit. Playing his ass off for the Wildcats as a true freshman at wide receivers like six four, two twenty. It's two great receiving course. Mm-hmm. Um I
1: I wonder what the total is on this. Must be in the sixties, and I'd probably hammer the over. SC a real darling for the bookmakers, the sharps out there. Give me Trojans in a high scoring affair. Minus
0: 20 and a half. Mm-hmm. I went 14 and a half. It is. On the road in Tucson. On the road minus in 15 for USC. Minus 15. Ah, so. You got that. Split that. 1 1 and 1 across the board, right? Beautiful. Here. Okay, going
1: into the um, final two games. Do you this have that big. over? Do you. I was about to say, do you guys want to know the over? Yeah, yeah please. please. It is. Give me a minute. Oh, man. I'm struggling back here, by the way, guys. It's all good. I'll I'll pull it up. I mean. Yeah, it is 76 and a half. 76.
0: I think the over is in play. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The over has got to be in play. I think USC is going to score a bunch. Almost like the under. Arizona scores, though. Arizona scores.
1: Is that USC defense good enough to stifle them is the question.
0: That is, they create turnovers though, and Jaden Delora do does put ever. the ball at risk. It could get a could
1: just be crazy though. We're just like every team's getting a possession every minute and a half.
0: Yep, I'm scared. I like all these oh, favorites so that's far. That's
1: very a very uncomfortable total, which means hammer the over. They're begging. <laughs> Let's you go. To, they're begging you to take the. Enemy. Yep.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Next game. Arizona State at CU. All right. Crazy enough, I don't know this one. The Buffs, of course, won their last game at home over Cal. They were 14.5-point dogs in that game, won outright, of course, at 20-13. to Arizona State, the battle of the interim coaches here also. Right, right. I mean, that's
1: another program you're almost directly competing for coaching candidates.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. And then uh, we already talked about him, but uh, Emery Jones, once a Dan Mullen quarterback, now at at, uh, Arizona State, How's um, that working out? Not great. <laughs> Last week, Arizona State played Stanford. They lost 15-14. to 14. Air, uh, Stanford just kicked field goals. Arizona State scored two touchdowns in the first quarter. That's all they did. Wow, that's crazy. Would you take Emory Jones over uh, J.T. Shrout?
1: Yes. Hell yeah. Um, I don't even know what side to pick
0: <laughs> here. I'll go... Arizona State's gotta be favorited. The Buffs have shown nothing besides Cal. I know, but they're coming off a win. They just covered fourteen. Two, week, two weeks two weeks ago. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was the first time they covered, first time they won. So <laughs> this a is a similar sit like a similar spot, I guess you would say. Are they not from one the and one under their interim head coach? They are They've talked about a new season. They've <laughs> yeah, talked about new season.
1: Brand new season. <laughs> you, man. It's we're 500. We can still make the playoffs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, this is buff
0: over. I don't know if Shoot, you heard. We're still talking possible bowl time. Absolutely. game at times.
1: Hey, you can get em 100 Yeah, 100 uh, plus 100,000 to win the Pac-12 still. <laughs> If they're the, not mathematically out, guys, I mean the if, New Mexico cactus to Steedle bowl, man, any day of the week for the I, Buffs. Sign me up. Hey, if
0: they run the table in November, you be Oregon, USC, Utah, and Washington. Everything's <laughs> Who's to play? say Colorado's not of play. The
1: Pac-12 might just like <laughs> end, end as a conference if that happened. <laughs> like just like, sorry guys, uh, we're out. If the Buffs imagine. are winning this, we're out. ASU Two and a half? Two and a half. You got. You gave me some guidance, so I'm going two and a half. I would have gone buffs minus.
0: I one. went ten and a
1: half. Really? They stink, though, Jake. The
0: buff. The book does not respect the buffs whatsoever, well, and
1: probably rightfully so. Their plus minus against the spread was just like absurd. Oh yeah, they're terrible. But I think a little false magic, you know, a little false magic. Is Sanford brought it up. Yeah, yeah. Come on. It is Arizona. State minus 13.
0: 13? Oh, wow. <laughs> Again? Okay. The Buffs can get
1: no respect. No respect. So it sounds like you like Buffs plus 13, Jake. <sighs> I don't know if I'm that brave, though. But I know. Buffs are bet not, a, not a team you want to bet on, but they do feel very uncomfortable. You know, maybe if this so game plus is... 13 maybe doesn't against this lowly Arizona... Maybe it's more uncomfortable to lay 13
0: on Arizona state. I, I think that sounds reasonable actually. I mean, it reminds me so much of the Cal game where the book couldn't help, but make Cal two touchdown favorites, but you just looked at that number and went Cal shouldn't be a two touchdown favorite over anyone, anyone. Same with Arizona state. What was 13 and a half was the number?
1: And a half. Jeez.
0: That's savage. It's in. it's incredible. I mean, it's a new season. I
1: believe in, <laughs> I believe in these new run fits. I think they've got something going on. So you're on, on CU.
0: I'm on CU. Love it. Give uh, me I plus think, 13. I think I'll take it to you. Then um, that might be the sucker side, frankly, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll find out on Saturday at five thank Dre. You. Thank you so much for hopping on the show. today. There's one more. Oh, there's one more. Yeah. I've got a it. Oh, I to thought we had this. buffs at the, as the last one. I'm oh, sorry. I've got a chance to go again. This. What about, yeah. what did I miss? Ah, Stanford oh. at UCLA. What has happened to Stanford? I'm going to tell you right now, Tanner McKee is going to be a guy that has talked about a bunch in oh, March he, and April.
1: He is. He is. He's legit. Yeah. Why, why does Stanford suck so bad then?
0: <laughs> I, I. They can't get. The, i uh, agree with you why are they so awful they right can't now? they can't get the hogs up front that they used to they don't have a back like mccaffrey yeah, or love anymore coach shaw just not not what it used to be
1: um Your pick. bruins minus god they're at home minus 15 and a half is speaking to me i'm going 15 and a half. it's probably higher than that Ooh, i went 10 and a half. Ooh. Tanner McGee, the Tanner McGee Kool Aid gotcha, huh? Hey, man, they, they hang around a lot. So it is. 16.5 for the Bruins. Wow. Let's go. Let's go. Chip Kelly versus David Shaw. That used to be a coaching matchup that <laughs> mattered a lot.
0: Wow. It really did, didn't it? Not this was like so much anymore. They were determining Pac 12 conference winner in this matchup, weren't they? Yeah, they were. They were. Crazy. Not anymore insane how the mighty have fallen yeah david shaw what if, what if he gets let go by stanford in a heartbeat
1: david shaw to me is like a dude yep a dude um and great guy uh has put up with a ton of like restrictions and you know stuff you have to deal with at stanford that no one else has to deal with anywhere else but they're making it work well, not so much anymore, but, um, they've maybe, made it
0: work. Maybe he's just run his course there though. I mean, Stanford, yeah, right.
1: I mean, that's the thing. Like with Gary Patter, sometimes like 20 years is too much, yep. even urban Meyer, like the winning just didn't always continue. Even at Florida, things went down. Mack Brown, amazing at Texas start to fall off. You know, you at Pete Carroll, USC, right. things did start to fall off
0: after a little. The thing with David Shaw too, is. Stanford's probably one of the only schools that have harsher transfer requirements than Colorado. So he's been able to kind of maneuver those and yeah. find guys. He's been able to obviously recruit California. Yeah. Um, that speaks pretty much to what the Buffs need, I think. 100%. 100%. No, he'd really fit. He'd S-tier? really fit nicely. S tier? If he was on the oh, list? Oh, absolutely. Yeah? yeah. I think so. I agree. We'll keep an eye on it. I think there's a lot more. Uh, coaching shakeups in the cards to moving forward. Jeez, I should hope so. Lots of excitement. Would you rather USC in
1: the playoffs or drink pickle juice? Pickle juice. I love pickle juice. Yeah, but USC in the playoffs is good for the conference.
0: I'm still I'm also I I don't love
1: pickle (laughs) juice. So I got to admit that
0: I'm I'm the (laughs) Pac-12 guy. I've been doing a lot of Pac-12 stuff. I don't think USC matches quite up with the Michigans, the Clemsons, and the... uh the Georgias, from what I've seen, fair so far.
1: enough. And actually, I'd forgot that they're leaving in two years, anyway, So maybe the conference is kind of like screw you. Guys. You gotta let yes. your hate just kind of yeah, like yeah. No, you might be right. Okay. It's time
0: to drink the haterade, which is pickle juice. I mean, give me the pickle juice. If I'll USC take it. makes the playoff, though, you know the Pac-12 is welcoming that check though to whatever. Oh, there. no in. doubt
1: about that. No doubt, 100%. about one hundred percent. Yep, they will leverage that however they can,
0: as they should. One hundred percent. Not to be premature this time. Thank you so much, Dre, for coming on the show. thank you. Uh, Maybe we do it again next week. We'll wait and see. We have an open spot on Wednesday again. I am available. We'll talk about it. Shout out to you, Buff Nation. We'll be back on Friday with the full preview. Actually, we're doing something pretty cool on Friday. We're going to have our guy from PHNX Sun Devils. Help me with his name. I, I just had it pulled up. Sean DePaz? uh anthony totry actually is who we have there you go so we're gonna have a little DMVR phnx crossover again love that stay Those tuned dialed
1: in on the pack just like you
0: oh yeah it, it'll be fun we'll Spot. have a good time great. um the time we talk with mike luke at uh phnx yeah. wildcats yeah. is great so yeah. look forward to that guys thank you so much dre thank you yaya sco buffs we're out